happy Friday. In this episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss series, I want to continue the conversation that we started yesterday when we started talking about eating and exercising for weight maintenance versus weight loss, the difference between those two things. I gave sort of an introduction to the conversation in yesterday's episode. And so I want to continue that today. I want to continue that conversation today. But in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And rest-based weight loss is a lifestyle strategy that gives you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Four years ago, after battling with my weight for eight years off and on, I found a strategy that allowed me to lose 33 pounds, 12% of my body fat, and drop seven dress sizes in five months, all without counting calories, all without like crazy exercise. In fact, I only exercised three days a week, 15 minutes a day. And I've been able to sustain those results for the past four years, now going on five years, now that we're in 2019. And looking back, I realized it was because I didn't just go on a diet or try out an exercise program that, you know, finally worked this time. No, there were lifestyle transformations that I made. And as a result of those lifestyle transformations, the weight just came off kind of like by itself and I've been able to maintain it. And so this episode is going to be talking more so about maintenance, like what weight maintenance looks like versus weight loss. And this is a really interesting conversation that I don't think I hear a lot about. And personally, I didn't really see a need for until I decided to bring up this topic. So If you want to submit a question or comment about any like diet and exercise strategy that's out there in the marketplace right now that you are, that you're looking at, that you're interested in, that you think might work for you, but you want to know how to manipulate it uh, in order to make it fit for your lifestyle, then click the link in the description of this episode because that link is going to take you to a Google form where you will be able to submit a question or comment directly to me. And it can be anonymous or not. You can leave your name or, or not. Um, but if there's something that specifically that you want me to address in regards to weight loss in a way that's sustainable, in a way that works for you and is sustainable, then submit it in that Google form. Okay. The description is in this episode. So I want to continue this conversation and I thought that it was fate. It was fate, I believe, that I decided on a whim to talk about weight maintenance versus weight loss yesterday and to do a part one and a part two. And I'll tell you why I think it's fate. I got notification exactly 11 hours ago. (laughs) Well, I got a notification this morning when I woke up from someone who left a comment on one of my YouTube videos. And this this YouTube video was a video, it was a, a review that I did of the program that I actually followed four years ago in order to, that helped me achieve the weight loss that I was able to achieve. And so I did a review, a YouTube video, uh, a review on that. I think that's like my highest, I think that's my highest viewed video of all the YouTube videos that I've ever done. 
but someone left a comment her, and her name is Stephanie. And I'm actually going to, after I finish this episode, I'm actually going to link her to this, uh, to this episode because she asked a phenomenal question. She asked me, she said, so what exercises do you now do to maintain your body? Is it okay to continue doing this program uh, doing the, the program's videos even after reaching your goal or will you continue to lose weight? She said, I'm not sure what to do after reaching my target weight. Thanks. And I was like, this question is brilliant. And it's, it's fate that I actually started talking about this topic because I very specifically want to explain to you guys what happened for me after I lost the weight and after I realized that I had lost too much weight and after I realized I now had to put on some weight and then figure out what maintenance and sustainable and sustainable lifestyle looks like versus being in like in that point where you're actually losing. And I think it, it, at first glance, the question of, and I'm not sure, Stephanie, if you do listen to this episode, I'm not sure where you are specifically in your journey. Like, are you at the very beginning of your journey and you're already looking ahead to, okay, and then I get down to my goal weight and then what? Like what comes after that? I'm not sure if that's where you are or for anyone else that's sort of interested that has those questions. When you find a program where you see that you can possibly get down to your goal weight on this program and you're already thinking ahead to the end of the program and it's like, okay, so what do I do after that? If you're already looking ahead, uh, there, there used to be a part of me that would be like, well, don't look ahead, just focus on the here and now. But actually, now that I know what I know about what it takes to sustain the weight that you lose and to live in maintenance mode versus like weight loss mode. Now that I know the, about the fact that these two things are completely different universes, you know, they're completely different worlds from each other. I think it is a very legitimate and a very good question to ask, where do I go after this? What does life look like after this? If I keep following this program, after I've already achieved my, my goal weight, will I keep losing weight or uh, like, what, what is that going to look like? I think that's a phenomenal question. So I never, I don't think that I have like gone into the full scope of the, the ever after story. Right. So I tell you, I, oh, I lost 33 pounds. Oh, I, I went down from a size 10 down to a size three dress size. And I've maintained that, you know, I maintained that for the past four years, but I, I don't think that I've ever gone into the full scope of the, of the story after the happily ever after, and, you know, into this point and what that journey has looked like. That four year journey has been a, a whirlwind roller coaster all in uh, of itself. The, the transition of my mindset from living a fat loss lifestyle to now living a lifestyle where I have to maintain my weight and I just have to live in maintenance mode. That was, uh, that, that was a crazy roller coaster. So I want to address Stephanie's question really quickly. Uh, did like, what do you do when the program that you follow helps you to lose weight? Do you continue following that program? And if you continue following that program, will you continue to lose weight or what does that look like? So what happened for me 
was that when I was when I was doing and and living the lifestyle and following the program that I was following, my metabolism transitioned from burning sugar for energy to fat for energy. So what that looks like is that instead of my my body and my metabolism running on like carbohydrates and starches and sugars, it started running on fat. Now this is this is phenomenal for fat loss and phenomenal for weight loss. Why? Because every time you're not eating and your body needs more energy, it will tap into your the fat cells. It'll tap into your fat stores and burn up your fat stores for energy. That is specifically how I was able to break through a, a plateau that I had always, I had always come to this plateau every single time before I would start gaining the weight back. So my metabolism burning fat for energy is very specifically how I went through that plateau and lost an additional 15 pounds beneath that plateau weight. Okay. My intention was only to lose an additional 10 pounds, but here's what happened. I lost the additional 10 pounds. I got down to my goal weight. I was thrilled. I was, uh, I was thrilled with what, with what I was able to do. And then I got sick. I got sick and it wasn't like, I just had a, like a really bad cold or something like that. I don't think it was, you know, that big of a deal, but anyway, I got sick and when I was sick, I didn't have an appetite. So I hardly ate anything, but here's the problem because I wasn't eating and I was sick for like a little over, I was sick for like two weeks, you know, maybe a little over two weeks because I wasn't eating anything for two weeks. And because my metabolism was in fat burning mode, my metabolism continued to burn fat for those two weeks. I lost like an additional five pounds in those two weeks. That is very unhealthy. And after I got well, and I got on the scale and I saw that I was like, that I was five pounds lower than where I wanted to be. And my skinny jeans were getting loose around the waist. That's when I was like, okay, this, like, I have to, I, I have to stop losing weight and I have to start putting on weight. So no one ever... I was so engrossed in living and eating for fat loss and exercising for fat loss that I had no idea what the world of maintenance looks like, let alone like trying to put on weight. I had no idea what I had to do to maintain weight. So to answer Stephanie's question very quickly and for anyone that's wondering, well, what is it? What, what does it look like? Then what is it? You know, what's the difference? What's the difference between maintenance and weight loss? You know, how do you like figure that out? I'll tell you that it, it comes down to, it all comes down to nutrition. So Stephanie's question, I think is about the workouts. You know, I, I did these certain workouts to lose the weight, but I'll tell you what, it wasn't the working out. It wasn't the exercises that allowed me to lose weight. And to get down to, uh, you know, to get down to, to my goal weight, it wasn't the exercises. It was my nutrition. It was the fact that I had changed my eating to the point where I was burning sugar and carbohydrates for energy. And now I'm burning fat for energy. That's why I lost weight. The exercises 
were doing the workouts was just throwing flames like on top or throwing gasoline on top of a flame that was already burning just to make the fire bigger. That's all the exercises did. It was my eating. It was the nutrition that allowed me to actually get down and lose the weight. Okay. Hey, uncle. So what I didn't realize was that I had been spending like five months, six months, seven months eating for fat loss. And that now that I had lost too much weight, now that I was too small, and now that I had to stop the process, number one, stop the hemorrhaging of losing weight, and now actually put some weight back on, the transition for my mindset of eating for fat loss to now eating for maintenance, that process was, I would say, a year and a half to two year process of a really ugly cycle of eating too much and then going back to not eating enough and then eating too much and then going back to not eating enough and going through this up and down as I also mentally and emotionally struggled with the idea of no, Lene, you can actually have some carbohydrates now because you need to put on weight. <laughs> you can eat fruit. You can have potatoes. Like you can have you can have a cookie every once in a while. That's okay because, because now it's time to maintain. It's time to put on weight and then it's time to maintain. I didn't know. Like I, I, Psychologically, it messed me up. So the way now that I approach weight loss with the idea of sustainability in mind is I work with a lot of people that are like on the road, they're exercising, they're dieting, and then they slip up like Christmas happens. And all of a sudden they're on this like roller coaster, this train that's going off the rails. They can't stop eating cookies. And then they get like th this down, you know, they get down and, you know, depressed and they're like, oh, how do I get like, how did this happen? And yada, yada. In the back of my mind, I don't yet know how to articulate to them that this is actually a good thing. I don't yet know how to articulate to them that if they can figure out a way to be able to like have that cookie every once in a while, go through whatever it is they have to go through to like get back on the horse and keep going, they are practicing a maintenance lifestyle. They are practice that is, they are literally, that's a foreshadow of what dieting or eating and exercising for maintenance looks like versus for weight loss. Eating and exercising for maintenance. First of all, your exercises remain the same, okay? Whatever exercise that you have done to lose the weight, you have to keep, you have to keep doing it. The exercises have to stay. The exercises have to stay. Why, if you missed yesterday's episode, because I talked about the fact that if exercise is included in your weight loss, if exercise is part of the reason why you lost weight, then exercise has to continue to remain a part of your life in order to maintain that weight loss. Why? Because when you lose weight, your metabolism is transforming itself to burn less calories and to hold on to more calories that you consume. So the more weight you lose, the more your metabolism slows down to make sure that you don't lose too much weight. 
like I did. Okay. So that means that as soon as you stop exercising, if you lost weight primarily because like you were exercising a lot, as soon as you stop exercising, your metabolism is going to be slower. Your appetite is going to be higher. So it's only a matter of time before the weight just comes back on. So I always say now workouts stay the same for maintenance and weight loss. The workouts stay the same. Never start a workout regimen that you cannot maintain for the rest of your life. Don't do it. If you want to maintain your weight loss, whatever workout regimen you begin, picture yourself 85 years old, 90 years old, still in the gym, kicking it, doing the same thing. Okay. Because that's what, it, that's, what's going to be required for you to maintain what you've lost. So that's very, very important. And I mentioned in yesterday's episode, I said, the reason why I chose this this program specifically was because as much as I really, really, really want to be in the gym five days a week for an hour and a half a day, being a mom of three, working a full-time job, running a business, running a home and all these other responsibilities will not allow me to do that. So what did I do? I said, okay, for this workout, for this program, if I only need to work out three times, a, three times a week and 15 minutes at a time, I can do that forever. I can do that for the rest of my life. So going into it, I already knew I can maintain, I can sustain my loss because I can keep this up. I can keep doing this. So your workouts stay the same. For maintenance and weight loss, you don't change that. Where the difference lies, where does the difference lie? The difference lies in your nutrition. The difference lies in the nutrition. And this is why I throw out this stat frequently. Statistics show, research shows that 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years. Because they get down, a lot of people get down, they either, they lose like 20 pounds and then they hit a plateau or they lose all the weight that they want to lose. They get into maintenance mode and now it's like, oh, I can have cookies now. Or, oh, I can eat whatever I want now. And then they gain all the way back. Nobody talks about, nobody knows how to navigate the space of weight maintenance, specifically being in the nutrition, being in nutrition and making sure that uh, they can walk the line of having a little bit and not, not going overboard, having a little, but not too much, you know, uh, uh, transforming their palate to be able to prefer whole natural foods over processed junk. So do you understand what I'm saying about it's the way that you approach the weight loss in the first, in the first place that determines whether or not you're, you're going to be able to maintain? Because if you eat, if you're eating crap, if you're, if you, if your diet is crap all the time and then you decide you want to lose weight and, and, and then you start eating keto and you start eating paleo, if you are not doing the work in your mindset and on your palate to start craving and preferring to eat that paleo, like, you know, that, that paleo, like paleo for the rest of your life, but in the back of your mind, like you're still having cravings for the junk, you're still having cravings for the pasta and the lasagna and the breads and all those things. Then as soon as you get down to your goal weight, you're going to be like, oh, great. 
bring on the pasta and the lasagna and the breads and things. And then the, as, as before you know it, whatever you've been able to lose is just slowly going to start piling back on. Okay. So for me, uh, I'll, I'll just give you, this is fresh hot off the presses. I started this routine a year ago, and this is going to be my second year implementing this routine. This is advanced level stuff now. Okay. I'm going to have to do a whole series about this. This is advanced level. What you want to do is if you get down to your goal weight, what you want to do is you want to allow periods throughout the year. And it could be, it could be however you want it to be. You want to allow periods throughout the, uh, throughout the year where you relax and, and you, and you let go a little bit, like let go and, and just allow, allow your body and your mind to rest. Maintain your workouts as best you can maintain your eating as best you can, but allow like these periods where you just kind of relax a little bit. And then you go through a cycle of you, you go from that period of like relaxing and then you transition to I'm back on it. You transition to it's game time again. What this is advanced level. Okay. If you're an emotional eater, if you have like childhood traumas or neglect or abuse, molestation, um, you know, emotional things that you are, 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 haven't dealt with that you need to process and that you need to be whole and healed from, then this is not for you because your issues are going to be emotional. They're not going to be, it's not going to be just nutritional. It's going to be emotional. So this is advanced level. This is, you've gotten a handle on your emotions. You've gotten a handle on the, the emotional triggers that, you know, trigger emotional and cravings and food addictions. You have to like get all that together first. That has to be fixed first before you can even think about this. But this is, when you get down to the weight that you want, you go through seasons and cycles of I'm okay. I'm going to relax a little bit. And then I'm, I'm back on it. I'm going to relax and I'm back on it. So let me tell you what I'm doing for me. I follow the seasons. I follow, I follow the seasons during the summertime. Summertime for me is, well, let me start with winter since we're on winter. Winter for me is I want to maintain. I want to maintain my weight. I don't want to eat too much. Okay. I want to keep a handle. It's after like the new year, new me thing. Okay. Let's get a handle. Let's maintain. I don't want to worry about weight loss right now. I just want to worry about maintenance. And then as soon as we move into spring, spring is all about fat loss. Spring is living uh, 12 weeks of a fat loss lifestyle, eating and exercising for fat loss. Okay. Summertime is maintenance mode again. Summertime is, oh, I'm going to have like a sangria or, you know, oh, I'm going to have like, you know, we're, oh, we're going on vacation. Okay. I'm going to, you know, but I'm jumping right back into my workouts or I'm keeping up my movement. I'm keeping up my exercises. Summer is for maintenance. And then fall is okay. Let's let loose a little fall is it's Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming a little bit here, a little bit there. And I, I do, I do those cycles. I just started that last year and this is a cycle I'm going that I'm doing again this year. 
Spring is for shedding the winter fat, the winter fat coat. Summer is enjoying the body that you've built up for spring, enjoying yourself, but staying on top of things. You know what I mean? Fall is for, okay, let's, let's let loose a little bit. Winter is let's get a handle. Let's get ready for spring. And then spring is I'm back on it. For those of you that are down to your goal weight, you are at the weight that you want to be, but you definitely don't want to gain and you don't feel like you really want to lose, then I would encourage you to come up with your own cycle, your own cycle of living a weight loss, a strict lifestyle. And I would say, and put a time limit on it. Don't put like a, oh, I'm going to be strict. Oh, but I have a party this weekend. Let me just, you know, I'm going to let loose a little bit, but I'm going to jump back on it. No, there's a season where it's just like, no, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm at the gym. I'm eating right. And you put a time limit on it. For me, it's 12 weeks. It's cycles of 12 weeks. I do that. I do those cycles every 12 weeks. Okay. So Stephanie, thank you for leaving the comment on my video. That is my process. For those of you that are looking for something, are looking for a way to figure out how to balance, enjoying the weight that you've been able to maintain without letting it get too much and too far out of control, create seasons, seasons of I'm on top of my workouts, I'm on top of my diet and seasons of, okay, I'm going to relax and enjoy myself. All right. Uncle, thank you for jumping in and for watching. It's great to see you. If you have any questions, definitely, if you want me to address then please click the link to the Google form in the description of this episode. I am going to be coming on here every day and I would love to be able to share and talk about some of the things that you are interested in, especially if you're hearing things or you're interested in different weight loss strategies and you want to see how it fits in with effortless weight loss and sustainable weight loss, then I want to be able to uh, do some research and bring those things for you. Okay. So don't forget, check out that link in the description, submit your question or comment and I'll come live and I'll talk about it. Happy weekend. Happy second Friday of 2019. Enjoy your weekend. I can't wait to see you next time. Bye.